Everybody, the mini, 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 mini show of From a Certain Point of View, Woodville Films Podcast. This is the show where we talk about all the happenings in the entertainment industry in and around the world, the worlds, everywhere, anywhere that we get our news from. Um, we were just giving a little throwback to our Monday episode with that little Michael Jackson impersonation there, but I am... One of your MJ fans, Mr. Bruv. No, I'm not Mr. Bruv. I'm just the Bruv. <laughs> Mr. Hayden and I'm joined by the one and only Mr. Fantastic. I swear, one day, one day you're gonna come on and be like Doctor Bruv. It's like it just keeps it just keeps getting better. It's the it's the Bruv, and I love it. Welcome, everybody. Yes, it's our Thursday episode. We're going to talk about some news, and then we're going to play a little game after. Finish the film blank. That's, of course, where we time each other to see who can get the most uh, film titles in 60 seconds, but we leave out a word when we try, and Hayden's going to explain the game better later. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Man, you know what? (laughs) I don't know how you could do worse. Man, you know what? I was really excited about this one because, oh, wait a minute. Let me think about how I got to say this. I'm so (laughs) excited about this. Okay, look, by the time this comes out, I'll have watched it, but it hasn't come out yet. And that is a new Amazon Prime film starring Chris Pratt, Yvonne Strahovski, J.K. Simmons, Betty Gilpin, a lot more written by Zach Dean and Chris McKay. Man, by the way, uh, Chris McKay directed it. Uh, he did the Lego Batman movie. And this is his first like step into live action. Anyways, watch the trailer for it. Okay, I lie. Watch part of the trailer for it because I like we had to turn it off. It's like, oh my goodness, it looks awesome. And it's about this, it's a, it's a sci-fi. So right off the bat, I'm like, ooh, peaked. It's about a time-traveling uh, mission to save Earth. Basically, these people come down, they come to Earth from like 30 or 40 or 50 years in the future, and they come back and they're like, look, we are losing a war to an uh, alien race. And, and we need you. We like we need you people to come fight in the future with us. And you're just like, what? And so Chris Pratt, I guess, is going to go to the future and fight. I don't know it got to a certain point, and I was like, oh, I don't want to see anymore. I wanted to be surprised. And I just thought, man, I don't know if you saw it or if you've heard about it, but man, it looks dope. That's called the Tomorrow War. Check out the trailer, but don't watch it all. Comes out uh, July second. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm going to have to not check out check out this trailer because you're <laughs> amped. You're amped. Dude, 
so much ampage. Now I'm gonna stick on sci-fi. I'm gonna stick on some sci-fi for you because, Mm. folks, the the world of film festivals spent 2020 as online. Now 2021's proving to be a little bit better now that we're halfway through, and they're starting to bring people back into theaters for these film festivals. So we've gone, yeah, a year with digital-only film festivals. Uh, it looks like some, most notably the Cannes Film Festival and the New York Film Festival, are going to attempt to do in-person screenings over the summer. Now, one of the big tier festivals is the Venice Film Festival. They're aiming to have a full in-person festival, and they got their opening film. It's going to be Denise Villanovu's Dune. That's going to have its world premiere at the Venice Film Festival. Now, that film, folks, if you haven't been following along, has been pushed back almost two years. It was supposed to come out in 2019. I think they were going to do it at the end of the year as an as an award film push, and then they pushed it a little bit more, and then world pandemics hit, so they had to keep on pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. So now it's almost two years since that film was done and ready to release, but it's getting its release. Then we all get to see it. Yeah, finally. I'm excited for this, man. I love Denise as a director. He's he's amazing. Wasn't a big fan of the new Blade Runner, though. Ooh, unpopular opinion, maybe. Moving on from that. Hey, speaking of... Uh-oh. For the bruv curses me out or throws something at my head. Speaking of films that have been pushed... You had mentioned last week, you had talked about a potential deal between Amazon and MGM. Well, literally the day after you talked about it, it happened. And Amazon acquired MGM for $8.45 billion. So they're going to get the slate of of films, the big ones, of course, as Hayden mentioned, is James Bond and The Rocky. Well, the Bond bosses, Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson... They said that, you know, even though it's being acquired, they're still committed to uh, committed to and continuing to make James Bond films for the worldwide theatrical. So no plans to take that streaming or the same same day release stuff. They actually have finally a date. I think it's September 30th in the UK for it to premiere. So that's going to be good. But uh you know, it raises an interesting question, Hayden and everybody. Then that is, could this? Could they do something like Marvel? Because if Amazon owns the rights, if they did their remain Bond to stay on like the big screen, like their big cinema one, well, that could still leave you know something for them to do, like spinoff series potential. Maybe I don't know. I wonder if that would work. Interesting though, very Marvel interesting. Disney approach. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone is trying it. Warner Brothers is trying it. Marvel's the only one that succeeded so far. Universal tried it with their monster flicks that started and then stopped, and I don't know where it's going, but that's really cool. Um, I wish Amazon made up their deal sooner so that I wouldn't <laughs> sound the fool by announcing news late when in fact I was ahead of the curve anyway. I've got some more film festival news because I'm all about the film festivals and I look forward to when we can go back as a dynamic duo and run the show there, wherever we end up going. 
But I've spoken about this previous ones, Tribeca Film Festival with their um, cast reunion boards and whatnot and the, all of those cool things that they got. They have announced their centerpiece film for this year's festival and it's going to be Steven Soderbergh's No Sudden Move. Now, this is a Warner Brothers and by default HBO Max backed film and it's a crime drama and it's got quite the cast attached to it. It's going to have Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro and Ray Liotta. Just those three names alone, I don't even need to read what that film is about <laughs> to know that I want to watch that. And with and with Steven Soderbergh attached to it, folks, check it out. Uh, I'm sure there's a trailer floating around somewhere. Even if there's not, keep your eye on that film. It's going to be good. I don't really think that he can do much wrong. I do enjoy Steven Soderbergh as a filmmaker. And he's a man after my own heart. He likes to experiment with big blockbusters and then super indie ones like justin mentioned on the last the week that was he's also shot a film on a on a mobile phone before so he's a director to, to study or just to watch to enjoy he's got it all so do you remember a little film in 2015 called pitch perfect 2 well elizabeth banks that was her directorial debut and she was supposed to follow it up with a movie adaptation of Victoria Aveyard's, probably saying that wrong, book, The Red Queen. Well, it never amounted to anything. Didn't get, uh, it didn't get made as a film, but it's been announced now uh, that it is now, like many other things, uh, moving to streaming TV. So good for her. It's nice to finally see it take off, uh, even though it's in a different form. Uh, it still should be good. It takes place in the near future. It's uh, about a divided America by, or they've divided America by blood color. Ordinary folk have red, while silver is those for the elite. And it focuses on the 17-year-old who's living as a thief. Anyways, it seems like it could be interesting. I haven't read the book. I never read the book, people. I'm sure it's great. So she's got a little uh, role. She put herself in it too. So I think it's... There's three books. It's a three-book sequel or something. So, you know, maybe this gives it more room. Sort of like Captain America and the Winter Soldier where it got a series and the was able to get more into the story. Or like Bridgerton. We shall see. We shall, we shall. I like myself some Elizabeth Banks. Oh, mm -hmm. Going all the way back to like 40-year-old Virgin where she was a bit part character and then she like developed and progressed as an actor. And then I love that she's gone into directing. It's really good. I think she mm -hmm. did. I can't even remember some of the films I've seen, but she's good. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm going to track it down, see where it is. I probably won't watch it straight away. You know me. I always yeah. say I'm going to watch these films and then I never do. I'm it's horrible. Serious. Serious. So it's a series. So it stands a chance. Stands a chance. <laughs> Once Empire's done. Exactly. But you know who does stand a chance of me actually watching their shows or their films is Wes Anderson. Now, if you listen to some of my previous long-form episodes with Mr. Fantastic, I got on a bit of a binge watch of Wes Anderson's early work. Uh, I'm bringing him up because he has his new film, The French Dispatch, has just been announced. It's going to have its world premiere at the Cannes Film Festival. How fitting. Now... It's a Wes Anderson film, so you know who's going to be in it? It's going to have... Bill Murray. going to have Owen Wilson. It's going to have Adrian oh, Brody. Yeah. 
It's got Bill Murray. It's got Willem Dafoe. It has Leah Sadeau. It's got Edward Norton, Tilda Swinton, Saoirse Ronan. Lots of big names. Timothy Chalamet. Anyway, Francis McDormand as well. Look at that. I'm just going to lay all Holy the people in this film. Smokes. Okay, I need all the best actors, uh, performers to be in my film. Okay. Okay, Wes Anderson. Who is it? Oh, it's Wes Anderson. Do you want to read the script? No. No, I'll do it. I'm good. Now, the the annoying thing about this is that it's going to be the debut of the film, but there is no announcement about when the rest of the world will get to see the film in theaters because it was slated to be released last year, but because of the pandemic, shutting down all the theaters, it uh, got bumped. So there is no re- release date for it apart from at the festival so if you can get to Cannes this year folks check it out it's going to be one of the toughest ones to get into most likely but hopefully the closer we get to the the summer festivals the closer we'll get to having an announcement of where we can see it elsewhere in the world Mm. yeah maybe it'll be really bad and it'll be straight to dvd yeah Amazon will pick it up and bury it in their storage somewhere. In their catalog. Well, that'll be good. You know what? You know what I'm not happy about? Losing. (laughs) Well, I mean, I wasn't going to go there, but I guess thanks for bringing it up. Yes, Hayden is crushing me 14 to 9 (laughs) in the game we like to play with y'all. Finish the film. Blank. And I already butchered trying to explain what it is, so I'm going to let Hayden do that. But Finish the Film Blank is the game of 60 seconds on the clock. Each of us rattles off as many film titles as we can, but there's a catch. We leave one word blanked, and the other has to try and guess it. If they get it, they get a point, and in the end, we tally it all up, and we see how we did. And now I'm not going to boast too much about the scores. I'm a little bit ahead. Not a lot. Like Justin said, it's the long game that counts. He's been going first the last couple of weeks. Does he want to go first again? Uh, I mean, no. Let's switch it up again. Keep it fresh. All right. I'm ready. He's ready? All right, let's do this. People, are you ready? 60 seconds on the clock. Let's do it. Hit it up. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Blank Hills Ninja. Beverly. Good cop, blank cop. Bad cop or bon cop. Yep. Blank woman. Pretty? Yep. Lincoln blank. Huh? Nope. <laughs> Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah. Blank of Angels. City. Blank Fear. Cape. The Blank Bride. The Runaway Bride? Nope. Princess Bride. Yeah. Blank Attacks. Mars. Yes. Dirty Blank. Dancing. <laughs> nope. Oh, what was it again? Sorry. <laughs> Dirty. Dirty. I don't know. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I don't know. Dirty Dozen. Nope. Pass. Finding Blank. Nemo. 
Oh, National Lampoon's Blank House. Animal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's 11. You got Beverly Hills Ninja. Blah, 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 Ninja. Which I have to remove from my list now. Uh, You got (laughs) Good Cop, Bond Cop. Pretty Woman, Lincoln Lawyer, City of Angels, Cape Fear, The Princess Bride, Mars Attacks. It was Dirty Harry. Ah, oh, darn it. And then you got Finding Nemo. Nine. Nine. The Magic Nine. The Magic Nine. Well done. Oh, you were so excited about Mars Attacks. I loved that. That was one of those films that I watched as a high school student (laughs) and it was total rubbish but it was tim burton and it had so many big named actors in it it was just silly fun but i'm like this is such a bad movie but i guess now looking back at it it was probably done that way on purpose i feel like i want to go back and watch it i i thought of it and i was like oh my goodness mars attacks (laughs) so bad so bad. All right. So nine. That is Holy the score. Holy smokes. Oh, I'm in for it. Hubert. This is why I got to go first. I can't. This is too much pressure. The heat is on. Nine is my kryptonite. Then go for ten. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, do one better. Okay, already in five, four, three, two, one. And go. Ghost blank two. Busters. Minority blank. Report. The sixth blank. Sense. Nope. The sixth pass. The blank amigos. Three. Beverly blank cop. Hills. Trading blank. Places, faces. Places, yep. Pineapple Blank. Express. Dallas Blank. Buyers Club. Club. 12 Blank. Monkeys. Slave. 12 years. The Blank of Wall Street. Wolf. Now you blank me. See me. Wreck it Blank. Ralph. Blank Perfect. Pitch. Honey, I blank Shrunk. the kids. And that's all I've got. Don't even tell and me that was then, eight. Don't even tell me it was eight. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Let's let's read those out for the folks. So it was Ghostbusters 2, Minority Report. The only one you missed was the sixth day. With oh, you went Schwarzenegger, yeah. I did. The Three Amigos, Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places, Pineapple Express, Dallas Buyers Club, 12 Years a Slave, The Wolf of Wall Street, Now You See Me, Wreck-It Ralph, Pitch Perfect, and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, my goodness. World record. Well, I can't think of a better way to end the show, everybody. If you liken us... Come back for our Monday episodes too. If you want to find us on our social medias, Facebook from a certain point of view, Instagram from a certain point of view podcast, Twitter from a certain PO1, email from a certain point of view podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been 
Champions Week with Justin. I'm going to send it over to the bro. Peace. I, I gave him 13 and he got, I gave him 14 and he got 13. So congratulations, Mr. Fantastic. Humility on my end. That was the perfect round almost. There's always <laughs> That was really good. I am very impressed. And folks, you should be too. Because the guy was just baiting me the whole time. And this was the switch. So hit us up on all the social media accounts. Check back in on Monday. We will be talking about the final film of phase one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, The Avengers. Stay tuned. Uh, That's that for me. I've got nothing. I'm going to go wallow in my defeat. Not. Peace.